Hey, Pathways, what's going on? Pastor Michael here. As promised, we've got some bonus content from our last episode with, with Pastor Adam. And so uh, we're excited to, to dive into this. Uh, we're going to get right into it. Uh, Pastor Adam, for those who, who uh, you know, their parents and their kids are struggling with this concept, there's kind of a couple questions that, that come to mind that I wanted to ask you. Uh, the first one is this. For, for a parent who has a kid who's struggling with the concept of gender dysphoria, one of the first questions that probably comes to mind is this, did I do something wrong with my parenting? Yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, this is the temptation for any parent when a child struggles, right? I mean, what did I do wrong? And what we're really looking for as a parent is cause. In other words, what caused this for or in my child. Now, I'm no expert, but listen, friends, the origins of sexuality and gender identity are highly complex and rooted in both nature and nurture. So for any one person, it can be extremely difficult to determine exact cause. So I would, I would say rather than looking or focusing on cause, to look to compassion. Did you catch that? Focus Shift your focus from cause to compassion. Compassion for who? Compassion for yourself as a parent. So you don't allow the enemy. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Yeah. What did I do wrong? Right? Yep. Compassion so for the parent. For the parent. And then if you if you have self-compassion, biblical compassion based on God's word, then you know what? You're going to be able to give compassion for, for your son or daughter who is struggling. Because if you're not compassionate and you keep asking the cause question, all you're going to do is you're just going to be asking that same question to your kid. Well, what happened? Why? 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 Tell me, you know, because you're, and they're going to feel that. And if you haven't laid that, 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 that foundation, or it came later in life, last episode, I referenced this, that you have some, some grace there. There are a couple things that, that you can do with your with your child. If you want to have this kind of compassion or you want to redo, so to speak, in your parenting, you go back and you have a conversation with your child. Hey, listen, I, I didn't either follow Jesus or my pride got in the way of, of living faith out. That had a negative impact on you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Wow. Secondly. Yeah, that's pl- that right there. I think you could even just, that right there is so powerful. Yeah. That thought of, because I mean, I, I see this with teenagers a lot where teenagers, they'll call out like their parents and be like, well, my parents didn't live for Jesus when they were teenagers or my, my parents did this, 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 and this, they didn't raise me up to, to be this certain way. And so what a powerful thing as a parent to say, look, I'm broken too. You know, I've got my issues and I need, I need Jesus as well. Yep. So have that conversation. Secondly, have, make a new commitment. You can have a conversation and commitment. Listen, I have a new commitment to parenting because here's the thing. Our kids never stop being our kids, no matter how old they are. So pledge a new commitment. You can say something like, listen, I know I can't undo the past, but, but as I go into the future, I want to be, I want to be a better help to you because of God's help in my life. And then finally have a check-in. Not only conversation, commitment, but check in with them. Hey, how am I doing? See any changes in me? I, I, I want to be the best mom or dad I can be. But but what do you think, right? What do you think? How, give, give me some feedback. So that conversation and commitment and check-in is so important uh, when kids uh, and parents, when we, we struggle in, in these subjects like gender dysphoria or really any problem. Yeah. Give yourself grace as a parent. You know, the reality is that um, 
our kids aren't robots. They yeah. have personalities and, yeah. and they have, they're making their own decisions, right? And so you, you have to give yourself some grace. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the second question that comes to mind that I, I think the parents might be wondering is, okay, my, my kid is, whether I had handed or not, my kid is struggling with, with gender dysphoria. How do I change them? Like, how do I, how do I change the, the feelings and, and the thoughts and the identity that they have? Yeah. You can't change anyone. You can't change yourself. If you could, you would. And you know what? No one can change you. Here's, Michael, I think what we all need to understand. Change, enduring long-term change only comes from God. Yeah. So rather than focusing on change, once again, make a shift. I said uh, make a shift from, uh, you know, uh, uh, cause to compassion. Here's another shift that we can make as parents. Make a shift from change to care. Focus on care. How can I best care for my child as they struggle with this subject? You know, I have a fantastic ministry at Pathways called Stephen Ministry, as you know, Michael. And one of yeah. their sayings is simply this, we are the caregivers and God is the caregiver. And I really like that. Yeah, this I, I love that, that thought. We're going from this moment of like, how I'm going to change him to how can I care for them? Cause they, I think they will notice the difference when oh, yeah. you make that, that oh, change, yeah. they're going to go, Oh, they're, they're not fighting me on this constantly. And they, they really genuinely care about me. And that, that may make them take a step back even and look at what you believe and, and why, why you are reacting the way you're reacting, because it, it isn't necessarily a logical reaction in yeah. that moment. So th- those are the first two that the second or the third, I should say is, is this, what do we do now? Right. So, uh, you know, your, your kid comes up to you and says, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling with gender. What, what do you do now? So, uh, not just gender related, but I'm going to give you problem related. Anytime there's a, yeah. a, a big problem, anytime there's a problem, I want to give you four P's. So jot these down. If you have something that you have, you know, it just, whew, I, I, it could be gender. It could be addiction. You name it. Four P's is what I believe that God shared with me and, and I want to give to you. First, uh, I'll list them and then I'll, I'll break them down. First, you have to pause, prioritize, pray, and proceed. All right, let's talk about pause. First thing, big problem. Boom, mom, dad, here it is. You have to pause as a parent. Remember, they ultimately, ultimately belong to God. And your initial response will determine the difference between safety or fear, mm. peace or anxiety, love or rejection. So pause. Yeah, you can't get that first reaction Ooh, back. No, 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 no. Pause, 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 pause. Uh, I can remember uh, Ella this past uh, summer, she was backing out of the garage and we were having fun together and and uh, uh, we were, I don't know if we were dancing. I was acting goofy. She was acting goofy. And then she hopped in to her car and she backed out and she backed into my Honda Pilot and scraped it was her first accident <laughs> right in our driveway and it's the I, best place for an ac- first accident to happen though yeah i mean if, if you're gonna get into an accident the driveway is probably the best place for that best to place right in the moment i was like oh no and i would you know and so anyways i i didn't lose my cool thankfully uh she you know pulled back into the garage she walked in and she was so mad at herself uh, she just lost it. She was so angry at herself. And I walked in and Laura said, Adam, 
how you respond to this is huge. And I walked upstairs and I had a conversation, but that pause for me was really good. Listen, uh, like I said in last episode, so much of our problem as parents is that we're reactive versus proactive. Yeah. We had to be proactive even when it comes to problems because they're going to be there. If you think you're going to have the perfect kid, er, wrong, you're not. So <laughs> just learn to have some some pause, build in margin uh, when you hear about a problem. If you need to say, hey, thank you for sharing. Can can you just give me a, I, I want to think about this a little bit. I, I just, I need, I need, I need pause. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a healthy thing because that's going to determine safety or fear, peace or anxiety, love or rejection. The second thing, second P is this, you have to prioritize. You have to prioritize your relationship with your child above everything else. They're always going to be your kid. Your child was created in God's image. Therefore, prioritize your relationship with your child. If you remove or sever the relationship, you erase your voice of influence in their life. Wow. Yeah, that, that's powerful right there. That Just that thought of like, because I, I feel like that's that can be one of those gut reaction things where you're like, you know, I, I don't approve of your behavior right now, so I need to cut you off. Cut you off, and yeah. What you're doing actually is just damaging any chance you have of helping them through the problem that they're dealing with because yeah. you're cutting that influence off their life. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, you not only need to pause and prioritize, but obviously you have to pray. Yeah. That's, that's you, you just have to get God. You need his wisdom. And, you know, you, you can talk to a lot of people. Um, you know, you can you can proceed. The fourth P is proceed. Once you pray, you ask for wisdom according to James 1, 5, you, you proceed. And here's how you proceed. Uh, you can educate yourself. You can ask questions. You can read argue, uh, articles. You can talk to trusted people, blogs. You can, you can have follow-up conversations with your kid. All those are good things. But you really, uh, you, you, need, you need to hear God when you're, when you're parenting, uh, especially during problem moments. Yeah. So, and, and honestly, what are some, some kind of flipping it a little bit, right? So as you proceed and you educate yourself mm -hmm. and you ask those questions and read articles and talk to trusted people, who are some people that are available to help in that situation? Yeah, it's, that's a great question. I think pastors, I think Christian counselors, I think Christian ministries, I think support groups. Um, I think uh, there are all kinds of, of resources available. I think the biggest thing is that you just have to sift through. Um, and you have to figure out um, wh what what is the most helpful to you in your situation, and uh, wh what's biblical and what's just kind of garbage. Yeah, absolutely. So, kind of going continuing down that road, right? So, l let's say we we do the four Ps, we're working through it, and the 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 child still decides, you know, this is this is it. I want to change genders. Um, how how in the world do you you approach it, approach that? Well, uh, ever hear of that old saying, Michael, uh, you'll cross that bridge when you come to it. Yep. The reality is you can't answer that question in the moment that you're in. And here's what I've learned. Nor should you, because God has a lot to teach you as the parent of your child. Uh, God will lead you. You just stay committed to being a humble, prayerful, and faithful learner. Uh, to the call of parenting your child. And if they choose to make those decisions later on, you know, that that triggers a whole other set of questions. And what I've um, learned is that if you if you throw that down now, 
um, one, they're always going to remember that. And two, then that boxes you in to either honor your word on that or then what are you going to do? I, I just, you, you'll cross that bridge when you get there. Uh, you know, I think sometimes we, we, we play that movie forward way too fast. And we, once again, we just need to pause in that moment. You know, that a lot of times that's our anxiety and our fear. Yeah. Uh, that's the, that's the, the fear and anxiety. Yeah. Talking. That's the enemy. And we just need to say, okay, um, let me just slow that train down. Um, and just, just like we try to teach our kids, don't be driven by your feelings. We as parents, let's not be driven by our feelings there. Yeah. It's really easy to, to say that about your, your kids, but it's a lot harder to do yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, you wanted to do some situation, some, uh, role-playing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to just kind of lay out a situation and, and kind of have you play the parent okay. in this role. Now, now, obviously if it were your situation, you'd be talking with Laura and, right. you know, iron will be sharpening iron here but we just have you so we're, we're gonna ask you uh, so the first situation is this you have a kid let, let's say that your your kid is nine years old right so nine they're kind of in that middle middle ground right they're they're not like a toddler okay. uh, but they're not quite a teenager right yeah and, and so that your nine-year-old comes home and they they talk about the, their friends and and them it somehow came up gender dysphoria they have a, a, an uncle who you know, believes he's a, a woman or something along those lines where it, it's the, the topic of gender dysphoria has come up. Yeah. It's not somebody that they know personally, but it's something that has come up. Yeah. So your nine-year-old comes home and they say, Hey dad, I heard our, you know, there's a friend of mine at school and I guess his uncle, he's transitioning. I heard that word transitioning. Like he wants to be a woman. Like, can you do that? Like, what is that about? Yeah. So my response would be, well, you know what, um, th that is something that's taking place in our world today. And that's really hard to understand, but here's what I know. I know that that's not God's heart for people. And I know there's a lot of pain involved in that physical and emotional, um, pain. And so that's why it's best just to, to really know who we are according to how God has created us. And we can know that because he's made two genders. And so there's there's men and women, and he wants us to continue to be that gender that, that he has given to us. Yeah. So that's that's, that's kind of how I would do it yeah, with a Yeah, that's girl. good. And I think for parents, for you guys who are listening to this, this may, be, it may even be an opportunity to jot some of this stuff down. But also begin to research this so that you have answers so that when your, your child does come home, you have um, – not that you're going to, like, pull out your script and be like, uh, let me yeah. just pull this up here real quick. Yeah, I got yeah. a response for you. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen in the moment. We can guarantee it, but just so that you're, you're prepared and that yep. you've, you've kind of, you've memorized those verses, right? Yep. You've hit them in their heart yep. so that the Holy spirit can speak through you through those verses. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's really good. Uh, another, another situation for you. Now, now let's say that your same kid, let's say he's 11, right? Um, comes home and says, Hey, I have this friend. And this friend was telling me, you know, he's a guy, but he feels like he doesn't belong with the other guys. And he, he, he gets along way better with the girls. And he, he feels like he's a girl. And he, so he started wearing dresses to school. Like, how am I supposed to react to that? Yeah. So, um, you know, son, that, that is, wow. Um, that's a tough one. And you're 11 years old and that's a lot to throw your way. Um, 
but here's what I know. I know that Jesus loves all people. And I know that maybe some of your friends right now are like thinking he's totally weird or messed up or like they want to, you know, say jokes or something like, like, um, Jesus would always love first. And, um, so I think there needs to be some compassion. And, um, if you ever have questions about that, about gender, like, I would love to talk to you about that, but you know what? Maybe we can begin by just praying for him because we don't know what's going on in his world. So You, you may be the only person praying for him in that moment. Yeah. So you know what? Hey, son, can we just, what's his name? Let's just, let's pray right now. I mean, that's a way I think is a, is a healthy response because you do two things. One, you, you showed God's heart to that individual, but two, you always give that, that outlet. If you have questions now, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. If so. you have, if you have questions. Yeah. Yeah. So final, final situation for you, and then we'll, we'll give some resources and stuff sure. and, and let you have a final word here. But, um, Let's say that you're a kid. Maybe they're 13. Maybe they're they're 14. And you're driving home with them in the car. And out of nowhere they go, you know, Dad, I don't think I'm a guy. I think I'm I'm a girl. What, what is – kind of tell us your your response to, to that question right there. You know what? Um, I, I want to be <laughs> – so there's, there's two things that are going in my mind. There's the – I'm going to give the answer on the podcast – and then I'm going to actually give you the answer that I would give. <laughs> and so uh, I, I'm going to be authentic and honest to our listeners to say that I would probably pause and I would say, you know, I'm not sure exactly what to think about that right now. Um, I love you, um, but I want to talk to your mom. Yeah. Um, I, that, that honestly would be would be where I would go because I, I would want to be aligned with Laura. I would want to talk with her. I'd want, I, I need that pause. And, um, uh, so, so quite honestly, that, that's, that's, that's what I would, I would say. Yeah. I, I would acknowledge them. I would show my love for them, but I would pause because I, I, I would have to really formulate some of that. Yeah, so. that that first response being so important. Yeah, you, yeah. You you want to be a combined I, I front. I love you. Yep, we're gonna. Yep, we'll, we'll. You know, hey, let me talk to mom. We'll talk about this some more. Um, I think more than anything, I would just want to watch my tone, and I want to. I would want to think about my body, my face. Um, yeah, I. You know, those are the things that I would probably be more aware of than actually giving the response yeah so. the, the body language yeah yeah how, yeah how your face reads yeah and, you know yeah, we're how... driving the car like i don't hit the accelerator i don't like wreck <laughs> i don't like freak out it's like just play don't it, don't lock the doors yeah. cool <laughs> you know just slow everything down adam slow everything down show your love toward them and then just say hey i gotta talk to mom and we'll we'll, we'll circle back that that that's my most honest i think that's yeah perfectly that's what i would want to do yeah, and I think that's a very wise thing to do. Slow everything down, yeah. and then, you know, let's have the conversation, yeah. you know. Because you, you also never know. I mean, that question is so open. And so you never know, you know, are, what are they? Well, yeah, what are they? You know, what wh- specifically? Where, where are they at? In that yeah. moment, I'm just not there, personally, yeah. as a parent. Yeah, yeah. So. and that, that may even be a, a really great time for you as, as a parent and as parents to – call somebody you know right that those trusted people to give them a call and say 
this is beyond me, right? I mean, as a parent, yeah. so many times you, you look at each other and go, you got anything? Because I, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need help. Yeah, I need help. And, and that's a great, I mean, you don't have to do it alone. Uh, I think that's, that, no. that's something that's really important that parents, you guys understand is that you're not doing this alone. You yeah. know, we, we as a church want to come alongside you. There's Christian counselors. There's so many people that want to be in your corner and helping you out as you are having these conversations with your kids. Yeah. And uh, speaking of resources, Michael, I want to highlight one ministry. It's called Lead Them Home. Lead Them Home is a, a solid biblical ministry. You can go to their website at postureshift.org, postureshift.org. Uh, believe in biblical orthodoxy, uh, but their their content around uh, not only gender dysphoria, but the LBG, LGBTQ+, plus, the whole topic of sexuality, I think they do a, a really good job. Uh, so if, if you want to take a deep dive into this, I would recommend that ministry. Uh, and then just parenting in general, um, there's a book called It's Just a Phase. And I think this is good, especially when we start thinking about conversations in general with kids. It What it does is it takes a child and it takes them from like zero birth to 18 years old. And it just goes through each year, what they're thinking about, some of their emotions, how they're thinking, how they approach things. And it gives you a window into a child at every age. And it's just, it's a, I think that's a really great resource. Now it reads a little bit more like a ministry book, so to speak, um, you know, for, for church practitioners, but I think as parents, I think it would be really useful and, and helpful for you. So, um, you know, just a couple tips. I'm going to give you seven tips. I'll hit them real quick. So listen up. First tip is this. Listen well. Listen well to your child. Number two, refuse to judge. Three, no hammers. Resist the temptation to use doctrine to position God against your child. Never mm, do that. Yeah. Oh, that that's horrible. Uh, number four, nourish faith. Commit to cultivating seeds of faith rather than chopping at the roots of faith. When there's a problem, don't chop them down. Learn to cultivate those seeds of faith. Uh, next one is include them. The gospel of exclusion has zero power to reach already hurting kids. And then uh, show affection. Um, appropriately offer physical and verbal affection. And then finally, reveal Jesus. Extend his grace. Listen, parents, give your kids grace. Uh, that's what he did for you, and that's what we need to do for them. Yeah, just continue to give them grace and continue to love them the way that Jesus did. You know, parenting is, is obviously not, um, it's not for the, the faint of heart. It's a very, very intense thing to do, but we are so glad that we have uh, you leading our church family as we uh, as we lead our kids. And we're so glad that you, you hopped on for this, this bonus, bonus content. Well, thanks, Michael. And once again, parents, we love you. Praying for you. Uh, don't hesitate. You can always reach out to me and, and any one of our staff members. And we're just believing that this content will just continue to, to help shape your heart and your head as you lead your families well. Absolutely. We'll catch you guys next time for Table Talk.